Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Young Titan World. I hope you guys are having a good, no great day. A little bit of appreciation. We've reached, we've reached 1,000 plays. 1,000. You know, when I started this, I was even happy that I got like one person and after like a month of making these podcasts and uploading them, I would get like one play and I'd be so stoked that one person got to, and I didn't really think that they like watched, they listened to it the whole way through, but it was such a moment that Sorry, sorry. It was such a blissful moment because I really enjoyed it. Now, this time, all this time has passed and we're here 1K plays later. And I'm still standing. I'm still thriving. Better than before. Um, You know, I wanted to make quality content. And by that, my intention was that I was going to download the Volico app so that I would make my recordings on it and make my voice sound more beautiful. So in certain episodes, you'd realize that I have such amazing um, sound and it almost sounds a little bit robotic. But I kind of thought that that was the way to go. But I've chosen to debunk that role because... The more time it takes for me to make an episode, the more unwilling I am to post it. Or, you know, I I have a perfectionist side of me that makes me not want to continue or pursue making something because it's imperfect. And if it's imperfect, I cannot post it. That's what's on my mind. It's not supposed to be that way. It's but it's the most consistent logic that I have to the reason why I don't usually post when I'm not done editing a piece of work, which is why I just abruptly upload whatever it is that I have because if I don't I might never (laughs) that's not a good thing especially when we're supposed to be creating that content now today we're going to be talking about one particular uh, movie that has been around uh, for you know not such a long time and it's The Flash The Flash but yeah yeah before I continue with that I just want to say thank you to all of you those plays are not just numbers they're people who actually listen to that so to everyone new and old and everyone that has been with me through this crazy journey i just want to say thank you and god bless you so much and i'm i i I thank you so much because i've never had this opportunity you know like i'm basically someone no one has ever heard of so young time world is an uh, it's my baby and I'm grateful to everyone that got to see it get born and see it grow. I'm grateful to you guys. You mean so much to me. You have no freaking idea. Now, coming from a guy who doesn't have any friends, I or maybe I do have friends, but they're not. I I don't think the number counts. Okay, now I'm just spitballing here. How about we just go down into the review and um, make this quick. Today we're going to be talking about The Flash. Now... From the very first moment that the Flash trailer came out, I have expressed my opinion about how terrible that suit looks. 
it's too tight i don't know who was part of designing that thing but come on seeing the mistakes and failures of cw's flash should be more than enough inspiration to come up with something that is way better so why did they go for the red spandex that looks just wrong the the body looks wrong everything looks wrong the shoes look cool i mean the symbol looks cool but everything else from the helmet down to the freaking and tidies man like oh my god like it was it's terrible i've expressed this before and i know if you've watched any of my previous episodes you would understand my discontent because it's not like this is the very first flash movie okay there have been others there are other renditions there have been the cartoons there have been freaking movies okay like they did it right when it was the justice league one the one that was hardcore and looked more of uh, uh, like a suit of armor than it did an actual a suit that if they went with that i would be okay with it but i don't know and i <laughs> okay let's just let's just try and flow with this i didn't really understand the difference uh the colors didn't really match up with what the powers meant i mean i thought that the flash only needed to run around and his yellow lightning was gonna be all over the place but then it starts off blue and then it ends up i thought you know when you watch enough cw flash you kind of like understand the reason that the lightning exists okay so from what i know when you are are on the v9 drug salut, salut. when you are on the v9 drug basically your lightning turns blue that's the unspoken knowledge that's that's what happens so when i see that i'm like oh my god is he on v9 but judging by the look of the movie he doesn't know what even v9 means at least he knows what uh uh phasing through walls is so that's progress but no that's not what we're gonna talk about we're talking about the entirety of the movie did we love it no it was terrible i didn't like it i didn't really feel connected to the flash as a character because constantly every single moment that we got of him being in sorrow it just came up as one more way for them to switch into a different scene nothing exactly was greatly explained it's like we are dealing with a flash that is completely um aware of all his capabilities and all that he can do uh, which means that throughout this entire time he knew about everything except for his fact that he can go back in time and change everything now i will say for the aesthetics though it was pretty impressive watching the chrono ball was somewhat phenomenal if i saw it on the big screen i'm pretty sure i'd flip um and that was a new touch to it because all we were thinking was that hey he goes back through time all he has to do is run in an incredibly straight line and the time the the moments in time we'll see passing by him or in front of him as he passes by them so the fact that they made it a little bit more tangible and that he can actually stop and move around like he's watching an old videotape that was kind of cool that was kind of cool i ain't gonna lie that was kind of cool um i don't know really i guess now we've evolved past that um 
time theory that if you meet your past self, you're going to disintegrate and destroy all of space time, like what Mr. Peabody told us. So I'm guessing we're not dealing with that anymore. Now everyone can just meet their past selves and they'll be all right, because that's what they said in this movie now. And, you know, other uh, time travel movies. Now, um, I... I'm feeling a little bit sad about how they also handled Batman. His suit was, it was terrible, okay? I kind of thought that they really made progress with what Batman was supposed to be and the more confusing things that happened with the fact that we had Michael Keaton, George Clooney and Ben Affleck in all in one show did not make it better. And I don't like the fact that he looked a little bit emaciated. What's wrong with Ben Affleck? Is he okay? Do we need to send him to a doctor? Or is he like, you know, off the meds, on the meds? I don't really know because it was really concerning to see him there. And, you know, the one that I fell in love with, the one that beat the shit of everyone, out of everyone in the warehouse, that's the guy I wanted to see. But then we had this guy who was, I don't know, blushing? <laughs> he, I don't, you know, like Batman, for me, Batman is this seriously rizzed out God that knows his way around women and he knows his way around things, okay? He doesn't get his hands stuck in the lasso of truth and start confessing things that only him are entitled. His mind is a labyrinthian trap of sights and sounds that can dis dismay you, okay? He is the god of mind. So seeing that he looks so stupid is just, it's not a nice touch. I don't like it when they decide to come at Batman from a quipping angle, like from an angle where he's funny. I want serious shit. I want the dark, gloomy stuff. Give me some of that uh, werewolf vampire guy. What's his name? Uh, Patterson, Robert Patterson. Yeah, that grim shit. Yeah, take that and put it inside Ben Affleck. Just not his dick, though. You know what I'm talking about. It's... It's kind of clear as day. Oh, wow. I'm probably in the wrong direction. Listen, all I'm saying is that what we were made to see, what Batman looked like. I mean, in the trailer, him moving around and trying to chase after one particular car, it seemed quite unnecessary. It seemed like he had a freaking jet. All he could have done is just swooped around with the jet and stopped them from moving and made absolute progress with that entire heist without exactly like coming, like it felt like they stretched out that scene just so that they give him more screen time. I don't know, maybe I'm just spitballing here. But it just doesn't seem to me like they handled the situation the way Batman would. But Batman thinks, okay? He doesn't leave a place in shambles. Most of the time, I don't see him working out in the day. So we also have to assume that he's not exactly very happy with doing chores in the morning. Right? But all that aside, I mean, maybe... My entire view of the movie has been blocked because I heard bad reviews about it. And hey, look at me, I'm making bad reviews as well. Almost tripped and fell, but that's not the point. 
I watched it because I thought that they were going to make Batman awesome again. Because from time to time, we get word that someone else is going to get cast as Batman. And it makes me really sad. Because the same person that we got, that amazing action sequence from the one that fought Superman, was now the person that they were going to change. And I got scared. I saw Robert Patterson get in his own movie. I was like, amazing. They're going to make a sequel. Oh my gosh. They're going to leave Batman in the fucking gutter. And it got me concerned. And then I saw this. And I saw that he was going to be in it. And now he looks... You know, he's having pizza parties with... With Barry? Okay. Maybe I understand that there's a friendship between Flash and Batman. Lord knows I respect that friendship. I love it. I love it. You see it in the cartoons. It's amazing. You see it in this movie. It's... uh, It's like a pity party. I do Maybe this is just the beginning of all things, but it's not the best, okay? I, I don't know what I was expecting when I started watching this movie. I was hoping that I would be wrong about the terrible way people viewed it. Um, but yeah, so, so far I've talked about how terrible the suit is, how Batman in this did not live up to the hype. What else am I going to ruin again? Sorry I'm doing this. Uh, but, I mean, Supergirl was cool. She was hot. Not that that matters to the plot line or anything, but <laughs> she was okay. All right, she was cool. She was, she was awesome. Um, not the usual one I'm used to. You know, Kara Zorel in my book is blonde, and I'm speaking from the CW reference. So obviously, maybe my thoughts are impaired. But from what I gathered, I thought that technically she is always blonde-haired. So the brunette thing is new to me. Not exactly the best. But she pulled off the short hair look, so I guess I'm willing to go for it. I don't also know because, you know, when we always watch Flashpoint, one of the most main characters that we can never run away from, and I mean never run away from, even if we decided to remake the Flashpoint a million times, the one person that you can never take out of the Flashpoint is freaking Reverse Flash. He is the main person the one who sips on the flashlight point shit like it's creamy milk he he delights in it so you know it doesn't make sense that you have a flashpoint movie and not have the reverse flash in it i don't see nothing i mean maybe they had an end scene because you know when i watch this stuff it's probably it's from a source that is not accepted worldwide but it is a source nonetheless and it helps me avoid getting spoilers and from what i gathered there was not a single smidge of the reverse flash maybe they're not feeling absolutely cocky to put him into this movie but he's the most important part of flashpoint At least that's what I know. Every time we watch Flashpoint, 
at least in the cartoon, we realize that the reverse Flash is enjoying this whole thing. So it's either he's taking a sip of tea in the cafe in the background and watching as things unwind, or he never existed in this movie and it makes me hate it even more. Now, considering all that I've said so far, it really sounds like I've got... I, I, I really don't like what I saw. And maybe you can make that conclusion pretty well because it seems true. But it might not be true. <sighs> well, the fact that I got to see Michael Keaton as Batman was not something that I was looking forward to. Okay? To be honest with you, seeing him there was kind of off-putting. Like, why am I saying that, though? Why am I saying that one of the greatest Batman, at least I'm assuming so, is not something I was stoked to see? Well, I was trying to see, like, the old is gone. If you're going to make a cameo for him, fine. But you made him do a lot of work. He's an old man. So maybe it wasn't really in my best interest that that was going to happen. But hey, it's the studio's choice and they can do whatever the hell they want. Because they own those characters and they can use it however, they, however, which way they want to. <sighs> How they explained their version of the multiverse was also kind of impressive. Except for the fact that you realize that everyone's world is basically a disco ball with different colors. Which is quite impressive. And, um... I mean, the CGI old Batman, I mean, the CGI Superman from the past is also quite cool. Um, I, I just, uh, <laughs> thinking about those scenes were pretty epic, especially the Nicolas Cage one. That one was pretty cool. That one was pretty awesome. You know, watching him when I've never seen, like, I have heard or I've seen memes online about him playing Superman, but I never actually thought that it was canon, but seeing, seeing that was something that really changed my mind, so <laughs> kudos! His fight scene with that spider was simply epic. Probably one of the most crowning moments in the entire Flash movie, which is saying a lot, because he didn't even have a lot of time on his hands. He basically had like, what, 30 seconds, 20? But he, he delivered that well, even if most of it was like CGI. So it's great. It's great. It's great. He pulled it off quite nicely. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, well, technically, the entire movie did not see the... I did not think that it would channel its energy and move in that direction. Especially the part which has them dying and going back to it. it, it actually, the dying and going back to correct things is kind of like a flash um, EXE type of setup for him. He, he goes back in time to go and fix the problem. It creates a bigger problem. He decides to go back and do that again. Um, so technically, it's something that, what, that always happens with him. So I'm actually glad that I got to see that he broke it and he was trying to fix it and he ended up broke, breaking it a little bit more um it's kind of like what jay garrick was trying to explain to the barry in the cw universe where i actually wanted to see him what they got the ability they had the infantry to bring in retired actors i'm assuming they're retired 
I'm assuming that they don't do movies that at least not the same rate as they used to before. They brought freaking George Clooney. I haven't seen him in a single movie. And all of a sudden, they put him inside The Flash. A movie called The Flash that doesn't have one of the most iconic flashes that we know in our era. The one played by Grant Gustin. It doesn't make any sense. You'd rather have three... You'd rather have three of the same person who was, you know, charged with certain forms of, uh, I don't know, was it assault? You had Ezra play his role three times, the villain and two heroes at the same time. But you couldn't, you also, not only that, but you also brought in Michael Keaton to play as Batman. You also got freaking George Clooney, but it's almost like what five seconds before they stopped, or before they finished the entire thing. You got all these people there, but you couldn't bring Grant, Grant Gustin. Grant, you know, like the the annoying thing is that they brought Ezra Miller into the Flash CW verse. They called out and they brought him in there and that was epic and in the flash movie when you're supposed to return the courtesy what happens amazing shit they didn't put him in there they did not and i don't know i guess it gets really it it, it puts me in a very unchill spot because then I have to deal with the fact that, hey, they had the Flash movie without the Flash that I know and love. It's just not fair. I just, you know, I kind of want this all to go away. If they decide to make the Flash movie, they have my 100% follow. Like, I don't know about you, but they should just go get Grant Gustin and make many Flash movies with him. Rather than just let him get stuck in the CW-verse. Because, bro, I would say for a person who has been through nine seasons of the CW-versus Flash, with all the cringe that he was surrounded by, with all the messed up storylines and the dialogues that he had to spew out and spew out in perfection... They can't do this to him. The world. I mean, the Flash fan base is made up of many people who are deep and absolutely in love with Grant Gustin. Ezra Miller is just a small fry. Where was Ezra Miller when season one came out? When Savitar was threatening to destroy all of humanity. You know? I mean, we've been with Grant Gustin ever since... And CW started, even though they had crappy CGI, we stood by the Flash. And now look at this. Watching the Flash movie and trying to pretend that it was amazing. But it wasn't. Yes, 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 emotional scenes. Pretty sure he had a lot. But guess who's got better training in that respect? I don't know why. Why exactly did they have to go for Ezra Miller? He was right there. He was right 
there. But no, they decided to skip over him and go for a guy that didn't talk much in Magnificent Beast and went to find them. Okay, maybe this sounds like I hate Ezra Miller. I don't. His other material is amazing. And I'm pretty sure you can think of some right now. Right? I mean, apart from the one that has something to do with the Harry Potter universe. You can think of something. Go on. I'll give you a second. You can think of it. Tell me. Tell me down in the comments. I want to know. I want to go watch them too. He's not going to screw those up, is he? No. Because he's a perfect actor with nothing under his belt. Oh, wait. Does that sound offensive? I'm going to stop right now. Listen, all I know is that The Flash did not excite me. I was scared that it was going to break my heart and tear my soul into pieces, but it just did not impress me. That's it. That's all I got to offer. I would say that the whole scene and everything that came with the time travel thing looked impressive and maybe the storyline was too complex for my feeble mind so hopefully that changes with time maybe I'll watch it again who knows maybe I'll appreciate it more the next time I watch it because that that's sometimes things happen that way you know and you always got to keep an open mind Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is a Young Titan. Once again, thanking you all for letting us reach 1,000 plays. It has been quite hectic. Um, but it's always heartwarming to know that I could come back here and have a chat with you guys. And I know that you guys would be more than open to listening to me because uh, where would you rather be? I mean, yeah, you can watch or listening to, you can listen to something else. No pressure. I'm just grateful that you guys come here too. So whether you stumbled upon this amazing world by accident or by intention, I just want you to know that you're welcome Young Titan World. Thanks for listening. Bye.